every man's um, love language is physical touch. Just listen. Obviously, they, they have other ones as well, but it's always a physical touch. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> Wednesday, but things are things are slow and things are tough. So there's that. Yeah, this whole week just feels like it's been going for a thousand years. But um I'm here, I'm alright, I'm glad I'm inside, I'm glad I stocked up on food before this dirty snow hit. Um <laughs> you man that think that are always like, oh but it's so beautiful and blah blah I'm like, yeah, but it's cold. It's, I don't care how pretty it is, you know. I'm just not built for this weather. I never was. I don't care if I was born in Babylon. <laughs> I was never meant to be born in Babylon. It's very cold. I The snow only stays pretty for like five seconds and then it becomes slush anyway. So, I mean, is it worth it? I don't think so. The roads become icy. I don't need it. So, <laughs> it's a no from me. <laughs> but hey. I feel you, I feel you. I don't, I don't like it. But anyway, how are you doing? How's your week been? I'm doing all right. I am... We are in the 14th month of 2020, as the people say. Wait, sorry. Hold on to cut you. Go hold ahead. on. Hold on. Hold on. We had some big, big, big <laughs> news that we're supposed to be celebrating right now. Do you want to share with the people then? I passed the BCAT, the Bar Course Aptitude Test. Woo! <laughs> click, 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 click. So I'm really happy, obviously. Um, like I said, it is more of a formality, so it's not my idea. Oh my but God. I'm not allowing you <laughs> to play it down, Bridget. But mm. I got a score that I'm happy with. Like they, they put you into different categories and I'm happy yeah. with what I got. It says that basically I'm a good candidate for the course and yada, yada, yada. So I'm happy about that. Did you mean great, phenomenal? Yes. Tabulous. Yes, yes. All of the Set above. Wood. Do you know what? I think, um, you know, um, for my secondary school, I had to do um, the like 11 plus test. And I Mm. think that's the only time I've ever seen that test come back in my life somewhere. Like doing verbal reasoning and like critical thinking. Mm. That's the only time since I was 10. Obviously, we apply critical thinking every day of our lives. But (laughs) (laughs) yes, sure. (laughs) But that was the only time I really saw it like, properly in front of me like oh we're doing this again fun times so yeah well um, done big up to you thanks i appreciate um but yeah apart from that it's been the same old uni um nonsense i have a procrastination problem um i need i need to sort it out because time is just flying by um but yeah i had a, a really good study session with my people this week and it was actually way better than any tutorial we've ever had i actually felt like we learned something we were sharing notes everyone was involved it was student-led it was just it was just the right vibes so that was good but um when you say procrastination problem what do you mm. mean specifically so i have my to-do list i have everything planned out but i'll think i should re-watch how to get away with murder to see cicely tyson again 
that's legit, isn't it? So, I mean, my list is just sitting there. <laughs> Mocks are pending. <laughs> but yeah, how's your how's your uni going? How's it been? Um, had a really good workshop yesterday that was about um, academic writing, like writing a signposting. I think the title of the workshop um, was. I, apparently, there was a, a previous one that I missed, but I feel like that was one of the days that I just couldn't switch work. Oh, okay. um, but it was really, really helpful. It kind of helped me create like a, I would say a, a clear pathway as to what I need to do in order to get this PhD written the way I want it to. Like it gave me um, a good base for my outline, basically, because I've written a rough outline, but you know, you need to start getting into detail and stuff. And obviously I've got my supervisory meeting on Friday, which I have not done any of the things on the checklist that I agreed that I was going to do, but you know, so... That's okay. You have two days. That's okay. Two days. You know, I'm going to be up tonight trying to finish it off. um, Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds very much like me. Um, But yeah, otherwise, it's been all right. People be sliding your in your in your DMs on Zoom, but that's a, that's a whole number. Um, say more about this. I'm not, even, I'm not even gonna say anymore. Um, what made me laugh was one of my brothers told me that the owner of the Zoom meeting, um, when like everything downloads, especially they recorded it, they get a transcript of all conversations, whether they were direct messages or not. Well, ain't that something? I was like, wow, <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. So someone's in your DMs, okay. On Zoom, yeah, I, f- I find it quite funny. I didn't even know like, Zoom had DMs and you're out here. You're out here. The, I, listen, <laughs> let me not, let me not, let me not, let me not, let me not. <laughs> let me not. Um, but yeah. How was work? Oh, le travail. Do you know what it's been... I don't know. I, I listen to podcasts to get me through. So yeah, shout out to all the people that do podcasts, including that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're podcast, podcast gang now. Yeah, we're podcast gang for real. Um, yeah, so it's it's not been too bad. I'm just you know when you're so detached because it's not your priori- priority. Yeah, like couldn't care less. And also um, having days off. Wow. I, it actually changes your life, you know. I didn't yeah, realize how no. much would change my life. Not having to be there Monday to Friday, wow, wow, yeah. phenomenal. It's really, phenomenal. Um, it really changes your whole, the whole way you plan your week. Um, you can even try and plan a rest. It's hard, but you can even try and plan that as well. So yes, yeah, right. So I'm gonna actually take us through um, a couple of news pieces. So oh buckle up. <laughs> Fabs, you know what as well? If you're listening and you've got names for these different little, this little itinerary that we got planned for you, yeah, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Insta. Let us know. The Coco Girls podcast and just let us know what I've gone in it, like if you've got any suggestions. I second that. Yes, yeah, sorry. No, no, it's cool. Go true. So the first thing I wanted to update you on, Daria, because you might not know, but Tracy Beaker is coming back. see a reaction so did you care about tracy beaker when you were younger i mean i really watched tracy beaker and what's concerning is they made i feel like it um glorified glorified care homes to an extent yeah um which is quite concerning i 
have never been in care. I don't know what it is to be in care. Um, I don't actually have any friends who have been in care. So it would be interesting to speak to some someone who has been in care to get their perspective. But for me, from my perspective, that's how I felt because they made care seem like somewhere where you would want to be. Do you know what, though? I have to, to say extent. that I don't remember it too tough because my memory is not to be relied on. But I do remember them showing really difficult parts of it as well. Yeah, they, so, did they did do that. They did. I don't know like how much they really did a good job of it because obviously it was catered towards children as well. So you don't want to, mm. you know what I mean? But I, I do hear you on that. But for me, on the nostalgia side of it, I'm excited. I'm hyped. Like, I can't even express to you how much Tracy Beaker and Jacqueline Wilson mean to me. So I just thought I'd let you know. Jacqueline Wilson. Oh, listen. God, I mean, all her books, Bridget. What? I was a Jacqueline Wilson scholar. <laughs> you could have asked me anything. <laughs> Dustbin, baby, all of them. Like, I knew everything. Oh, my God. The nostalgia. Okay, for a while. Over. Is Tracy Beaker going to be black this time? Is that... Is no, that it's, it's the same actress. So it's, it's her daughter is, like going to be a focus of the show and she's got some new husband he's some black man i saw his bicep in the clip of, of course sprinkling so. <laughs> <laughs> a little diversity there guys sprinkling in the husband is black okay the and her black. her arch nemesis i forgot her name but she's back in it as well and they haven't aged one bit so yeah damn <clears throat> i can't wait to see so that so the water is obviously getting better in England if they haven't aged because... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough from you. Swiftly moving on, I've got a little bit of quarantine news, a little bit of updates there. Okay. So um, in the UK, from Monday 15th, if that is a 15th, someone fact-check me there. Um, yeah, it's Monday 15th. If you're coming in from one of the 33 countries on the red list, then from Monday, you're going to have to quarantine in a hotel near an airport for whatever period it is. My question is, the Pando started, we could even say December 2019, the Pando started. So yeah. why is it that in February 2021, <laughs> you are now telling people to quarantine on the 15th of February? That's just what I'm going to say. Throw away the whole country. Throw, throw it away. At your earliest yeah. convenience, please do. Um, French Caribbean islands have decided to close their borders to tourists as of... I think it's now it's closed. In case you were isn't that, planning on hopping isn't over. That because, no, but isn't that because France closed their borders, though? So they're... Um, yeah, yeah. So... departments would do the same. So I thought of you because they've closed... I saw St. Bart's, um, I saw Guadeloupe, and I saw Martinique as well, and I thought of you because you, you lived oh, there for a little bit. Um, so yeah, I just thought I'd let the people know. And the funniest thing um, that I saw <laughs> on social media was um, <laughs> that lawyer who logged on to a Zoom call with a cat filter on. I don't know if you saw yet. <laughs> I, I glimpsed, I was reading the news today for the first time in a very long time, and I did glimpse <laughs> the headline and I was just like... I just saw a quote something like, trying to tell the judge that he's not a cat. Bro, he, no, said, like, he said, I'm happy to continue. I'm, I'm not a cat. <laughs> what is going on? Like, people are really struggling out here. Like, the what, reason... What's happening? The reason it took me out so much wasn't because... He, wasn't because he told me he's not a cat, which I was able to, you know, realise myself. Dessert. Yeah. But the reason it made me laugh so much is because it took me back to when Sneakbo was accused of being a cat. 
Do you remember Wait, this? what? <laughs> no, I don't. You know I don't know about this stuff. Okay. You know I'm not in the- but this this was like school days. So, obviously, you know Sneepo, yeah? He was um, just a rapper back in the day. I feel like it was... Uh, this was, this was, must have been like 2000... I don't know. I'm, I'm really bad all the time. But it was at least like five, five years ago. Maybe longer. I'm not sure. Basically, the story was that he went into McDonald's and he went to a toilet, and then when he when someone opened the door, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so everyone was like, "What's going on?" And it was a black cat. And then after that, he just did bit interviews where he was like, "Guys, I'm not a cat. Like, please." <laughs> it was the funniest thing. So I don't know. It just took me back there. But yeah, there's that. Um, what else did I wanna? want to talk about briefly um so yeah last story of the day um there's a shortage of uh weed in jamaica have you heard i mean i haven't heard this and i'm wondering (laughs) how and why but i don't know enough about the legislation in jamaica in terms of growing marijuana i know that when i went there Mm -hmm. i definitely smoked a lot of a family supply (laughs) yep 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 (laughs) So but, um, basically, shortage. so basically, because of um, hurricane season last year and the drought, and then also COVID restrictions, meaning that farmers can't tend during the nighttime, uh, it's just been a whole lot of mess. So numbers are just down. So there's nothing at the moment that anyone has said to improve this or anything like that. But I just want to keep everyone in the loop of what's happening. I mean, I'm sure Pop Khan's got his own special stash that um, the people that can course. lean into if necessary. Of course. <laughs> but yeah, I read that, so I thought I'd share. I can't thanks for the news up there. That's all I've got for you for today. So, you said that we wanted to talk about things that are Caribbean-centred. I, and I just want to put a disclaimer out here now. I do know that there's madness going on in Haiti right now. Moi's... Um, the president is not trying to step down even though his he was due to step down from the 7th of February um so sending love to all the Haitians out there that are rightly protesting this man um but today that's not what we're going to talk about so I actually read the news this week I came across an article about um them wanting to rename a South London ward after as in like I don't even know. There's 25 wards in London. Um, I don't know the backstory of wards or whatever, but basically they're looking at South London. They want to rename some of them like Windrush this and Windrush Brixton, Windrush Ward or whatever. So I was just like... Instead of that, why don't you... You know what? I'll let you you go. (laughs) But yeah, but you're going exactly where I was thinking. I was like, so you lot got time... Because this is under... um, Yo, what's Yuzman's mayor? I've forgotten his name. I can see his face. Um, Sadiq Khan. Yeah. Sadiq Khan, isn't it? He's got this whole um, commission for diversity after the Black Lives Matter protest and, like, about renaming monuments and, like, street names and all this other stuff. Great. And this is what they're putting forward. So then I was just like, you know what, let me revisit and see why Guam for the Windrush scandal now um, and kind of revisit it. So I'm just going to, like, walk us through and then we can just have a little chat about it, you know, share our thoughts, opinions. So, boom, if you don't know, um, the Windrush scandal started in 2018, but to give a bit of background about Windrush, who is that, what generation, etc., etc. So, in 1948, there was a British 
Nationality Act. You probably know about that, Miss <laughs> Lawyer. <laughs> um, and it gave the right to all UK um, citizens of UK like colonies the right to settle in the UK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not. It wasn't the HMT Windrush Empire Windrush. Sorry. Where um, I think a thousand West Indians from it was a it was a ship that came from Jamaica to England, London specifically, um, in boy I don't remember the year, but anyway it was one of the one of the first. It wasn't the first because I remember reading something else about it not actually being the first, but boom, that's why the generation is named the Windrush Generation, right? Mm-hmm. So between nineteen forty eight nineteen seventy there was like half a million West Indians that came to the UK. Cool. So now, fast forward to 2017, we get first kind of article inkling about this, where Paulette, Paulette Wilson, she goes to speak to The Guardian, yeah, because she, so she was born, she moved to the UK in 1968, age 10, from Jamaica, yeah? Mm-hmm. She never went back until maybe, like, two years before she died, I think, and The Guardian did, like, a special on her, like, actually going back to see her family, who she hadn't seen in decades. I think it's important to say as well, I'm sure you're going to get to it, but that mm. these people were invited to come to the UK. Yep. They were told yep. to come here to help boost the economy and to work and to contribute. Just to After make World War II. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, After no, no. no, no it's, it's, I'm just saying. Because you man needed nurses and all the other, what we call essential workers mm-hmm. now. Um, that's what you lot needed. So that's what you lot were doing with teachers, everything. So, cool. Paulette Wilson, she's, imagine she's been living in the UK 50 years. One day she gets a letter from immigration saying that she's illegal and she needs to be able to, like, prove that, that she's, she should be allowed to... that she, she's got leave to remain, basically. She ends up spending a week at Yarlswood Detention Centre and then, last minute, her MP and another cha- and a charity, and I don't know the name of the charity, they managed to step in and stop her from getting deported. Then you get to December 2017. Another person... Anthony Bryan, um, his deportation gets cancelled last minute. Same kind of story. Um, this is all comes under Theresa May's policy when she was Home Secretary of, we all have heard it, the hostile environment, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, then you skip to... And that, that, that policy was actually under a coalition government with the Conservatives and Lib Dems. I didn't, I didn't know that that was under the coalition, you know? I thought it was just a purely Conservative-led government that came up with that stupidness. Anyway, January 2018, the government, like, finally gives Paulette Wilson her leave to remain. So imagine, 2017, 2018, she didn't, she didn't have leave to remain still. Wow. She was still under threat of deportation, yeah? So she finally gets her leave to remain. February 20, um, 2018, you get Renford McIntyre. Um, he also arrived in 1968. He's left desolate because he um, is told that he's illegal. So bearing in mind, another thing I think is important to stress is that these are people, yeah, who have, a lot of them have lived their whole lives in the UK and actually never even been back to Jamaica. Yeah. A lot of them haven't even left the country. They haven't even left the UK since coming as, as children. Mm-hmm. Um, so then February 2018 again, the whole event starts like snowballing, like more news outlets start picking it up, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Senior Caribbean diplomats start like saying to the government, you know, like, hey, yo, like, well gone. Um, and that they need to take a more quote-unquote compassionate um, approach, yeah? <laughs> then you get to March 2018, Albert Thompson. And I think this is when it really started to 
sit in the public's consciousness, yeah? Yeah. Because it takes a lot to get the British public... Bothered? Feeling, yeah, bothered about anything. So you get to... You get um, Albert Thompson... So he'd lived in the UK 44 years and he was denied cancer treatment and given an asked to pay a bill of 54,000 British pounds. And he was also evicted from his home during this time. Theresa May still <laughs> refuses to intervene, even though she promised Jeremy Corbyn during PM's questions that she was going to intervene in, in this case. Um, she didn't do it. Disgraceful. So then between March and April, we see more and more cases emerge. You've got like Sarah O'Connor, Eduardo Romeo, Michael Braithwaite, and they've each been in the UK for more than 50 years. Then you start to see more outrage and condemnation by the Caribbean diplomats, like fully saying, Ayo, well gone. And then Downing Street refuses diplomatic requests to discuss the issue. Mm-hmm. And then we get that quote-unquote famous Dave, David Lammy speech. Not oh. a fan of his. <coughs> yeah, me neither. But that's... A, I feel like he's only black when he <laughs> when it suits him, but trust me, trust. that's for another day. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like the the background. So then after all of this, then we get like um, Amanda Rudd, who was the Home Secretary at the time, I believe. She like promises, you know, we're gonna stop this, we're gonna stop people from getting deported, and that any Windrush Generation people who are facing any issues, like it's gonna be sorted. Basically, they set up like a whole. I don't want to say organisation, but they create a compensation fund. Mm-hmm. No, that's a lie. It wasn't created under Amanda Rudd. It was created when, uh, what's his name? Sajid Javid took over as Home Secretary because Amber Rudd. Amber, is that name? Amber or Amanda? It's Amber. It's Amber Rudd. Okay. Don't know. I was going to say something bare rude then about her <laughs> <laughs> names. But let me, let me be respectful. Um... So, yeah. Her name is Amber so, Rudd. I just fact-checked it, it. Not that it really matters. Proceed. Yeah, she, she's still a devil. Um, so, Shajid Javid takes over. He, you know, does all the talk. So, they create this compensation fund. It's between 200 and 570 million, yeah? Fast forward to today. So far, 8 million has been paid out. Hmm. So, can I ask, is this the Windrush compensation scheme? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so 8 million has been paid out. 17% of victims. So that's 17% of victims in total, yeah. There's been 1,761 claims. 303 people have gone um, compensation. Um, 84 of those claims, and this is what one of the um, victims said, yeah. He said, they're waiting for us all to die. They don't want to pay us our money. So imagine 84 claims from people are for people who are already, like, passed away. Mm. And only three of those people who, like, out of the 84, so their families are asking on behalf of them, only three of them have been, like, given compensation. So out of 84, yeah. the rest have... Either their claims are in process or they've been denied, yeah? Yeah. Um, 144 eligible people um, not paid because they can't prove that they've been adversely affected. I don't understand what adversely affected is supposed to mean here like how you're supposed to prove that uh, like i don't i don't understand it um they make you jump through loads of hoops to confirm that um the windrush scandal has directly affected certain areas of your life but it, it obviously shouldn't be like that because the whole thing is just nonsense it's it's really really awful um it's absolutely disgusting um so yeah, that's kind of kind of brings us to today. I will mention that so so obviously with the um, the Windrush compensation scheme, 
they had um, different people heading up and one of them was Alexandra Ankara and she was the black woman in the highest position within that whole mm. institution or whatever. Um, she resigned in 2020 because she said it was institutionally racist. Um, so they've had to launch an independent review into that. Oh, um, another independent review. I wonder what that's going to say. I, I know, exactly. So, um, yeah, that was a quick roundup. Um, Thank you. It was very informative, very easy to digest. I hope so, and I hope I was clear and articulate. You were. Um, I remember, I don't know if you remember when you first heard about it, but I remember being scared for my mum because my mum was actually, when she was born in Jamaica, mm. Jamaica was actually not independent yet. Yeah. So my mum technically was born in a colony, yeah? And um, she came to the UK when she was nine. Mm. Um, when Back when British Airways was called BOAC Airways. Um, <laughs> anyways. And um, she, when we moved house or something, she basically lost her birth certificate and her naturalisation papers. And then the copy... You know how there was this whole thing about um, a lot of people's files were burned? Yeah, that was in 2010. Thank you. Um, my mum's files, I believe, were one of the ones that just, you know, disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah. So I had to pay, pay to get her naturalisation papers back. Um, Honestly, yeah. the whole thing is heartbreaking. Um, it really even hurts to talk about now. Um, I think that obviously you mentioned one of the charities I think it was um, I'm not sure but um, I've seen detention action so it might okay. it might be that one um, you can phone them um, if you are in detention or you, you're representing someone who is and they seem to be quite helpful but yeah it's been it's been really really awful I think that it's it's really good to explain what's been happening because people just kind of hear Windrush scandal all the time and, and they don't know where, where things are at with it because everyone yeah. kind of knew about the, the petition that was going around which mm-hmm. had over 180,000 signatures and it was oh, wow. started by I believe Zita Holborn so she mm-hmm. is um, the chair of a grassroots campaigning organisation um, called B-A-R-A-C, which is Black Activists Rising Against Cuts. And they fight against racism, injustice, adverse impacts of austerity on black communities for migrant and refugee rights. And she's got a GoFundMe, which you can find if you Google any of that stuff. And I feel like it's really good to have these organisations because the government truly, truly do not care. And what you said about your mum is just so... It resonates with me as well. So... Yeah, when my mum left Guyana, it was still a British colony as well. And um, they were taught about, you know, British history. They were taught about high tea uh, when they're speaking, how to pronounce words, quote unquote, properly, not dropping H's and stuff like that. And then when they came here to be treated as outsiders, foreigners and, you know, a whole lot of other words I'm not going to use when you were previously under the impression that you were part, part of yeah. <laughs> Britain, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I totally understand like how, how much it can... Yeah, it's, it's just devastating, really. And the fact that they issued no paperwork to a lot of people that did come to the UK during mm-hmm. um, Windrush, and then, like, like we touched on, mir- miraculously, uh, paperwork disappeared, didn't it? So, And a lot of them came on their parents' passports as well. Yeah. That's another thing. And then they never got a passport. Yeah. Um, 
but it's absolutely disgusting. Even today, I was re-listening to you. Um, the Guardian did a lot of coverage on it. I'm not yeah or anything. But um, just there was a man <laughs> called um, Hubert Howard. Yeah, um, mm. he was fighting for his like his leave to remain for so long. He didn't get to see. He only found out yeah that um, there was no record of him when he went to get his passport for the first time to go see his mum because his mum was sick in Jamaica. Yeah. When he went to do that, his whole world basically fell apart because the Home Office were like, um, you don't exist. You need to prove that you've lived here. So he was going around to his primary school, like all these different places to try and gather enough documents to prove that he was legally in the country. Um, so sad, man. He lost his job because of it. Like, all these things happened to him. And as then if, he got cancer. As if he wasn't a citizen. Do you know what I mean? Like, as if you, his family weren't invited to, as if he didn't work hard his whole, his whole life, as if he didn't contribute. Although, having said that, I think it's important to point out as well, you know how a lot of people that um, have been to prison were also on the deportation list? And people were mm. saying things like, well... If you're going to commit crimes, then that's what happens to you kind of thing. And I think it is, it is a controversial topic, but if you, if you are a UK citizen, which is obviously what's up for debate here, then deportation is not part of your penalty. It, it, exactly. doesn't, it doesn't matter. If, if we're treating everyone with the human rights that should be extended to them based on their citizenship, which they believe they had, then it's not right. So... Mm. I, I think people need to extend some kind of, I don't know, additional thinking to that one. But but to be, to have basically your whole idea, because even Paulette in one of her interviews, she was just like, when she got the letter, she was just like, I'm not British. What am I? Because you come to England when you're 10, Bridget. Mm-hmm. You ain't been back to Jamaica. Yeah. All you know is England, basically. Yeah. And even... Um, and your family was it. invited. Can people... It's like... Yeah, uh, that, that's the part that really angers me. There were the adverts that were published about this. It, it wasn't like you know, if you've got nothing better to do than like pop on. It was literally like, we need you, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna turn around and say, I don't belong here. Okay, and you wonder why people of our generation don't use the word English for, in our identity. Okay, I'm never that. <laughs> never. I rebuke it. Never. That. Okay. But it, it's heartbreaking. When I was listening about Hubert Howard today, like, I actually cried because imagine he fought so long um, and then he got hospitalised because he had leukaemia anyway and he was getting worse and worse. And he, all this time he was still fighting to try to get his leave to remain. He, he lost his job, everything. Yeah. And um, three weeks before he died is when the government gave him Don't. his leave to remain. If that doesn't say heartless, then boy. His daughter's actually um, Marisha Howard Rose. She's taken home office to court. Um, I hope she has support. I, I don't know if she's got a fund out there, or if she does have one, or like I, I don't know if she does. But if she does, if people can support it for real, because all of them need to be cleared, like all of them. Yeah. All of them need to we'll, be cleared. We'll check that and post up if there is one. Yeah. Yeah, but. I thought we'd just come back to that because I feel like it's ebbing away from people's conscious consciousness. Um, yeah. 
when there are still people suffering as well. And when I saw this whole like renaming of the wards, I'm just like, stop doing things for show. Like, oh, do you know you addressing what? the issues? And in Brixton as well, when you lot have fucking gentrified the fucking place, bro. Brixton was little Jamaica. Like, I yeah. just, it pissed no me longer. off. Because even the last time when I went to Brixton, yeah, like I had. Oh, Did you even recognize it? Did you I didn't recognize it? Only, my one patty man, the Rasta man, mm. who does his eye towel patties. I went to him as well, but the, the whole area, and I'm just like, it makes me so sick. This was obviously before COVID times. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. 2019 was the last time I was in London. And at night time, like, I've never seen that many police in Brixton, yeah. They had one of them, like, one girl, one white girl, but you know already, barefoot <laughs> on the pavement, vomiting. There was, like, an ambulance. Like, obviously, she drank too much. When I say that, I haven't seen that many white people, like, in Brixton in my entire life like i grew up in south london yeah it it just got me so angry like there was one one restaurant called like oh fromage et vin mm. in the middle of fucking brixton market yeah and i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> this is not what the fuck i come to brixton for do you get me i come to brixton to buy my harder bread to buy my patty to yeah. my people there to smell good food to, to hear music yeah and the, and like, the thing is, place. yeah, you know me, I chat the most shit about South London, but Brixton used to be something so special because the obviously the Jamaican community still exists there, but it was a whole vibe. And it wasn't a pretentious vibe that was manufactured. It was just the essence of the area. Now, obviously, like pre-COVID, walking through Brixton is it's, it's a no from me, it. so... I absolutely hate it. Like, I really miss what... I remember when there used to be red records at Brixton, yeah. You get off the bus. When I used to get off the bus from Streatham, get to Brixton, red records, you could just hear the music playing throughout yeah. the whole fucking high road. Like, that's another reason why I fucking... The UK just... Oh, I hate all of you. I hate... I just hate what they've done to Brixton. Speaking of Brixton, I did want to do yes, one small big ups. So, Ooh. basically... It's a very small one, but uh, you probably heard of JN Bank. So it's a Jamaican-owned Black-owned bank. Black-owned bank. And I was actually doing some more research into it because obviously everyone's been talking about it, but I was like, I want to just find out the tea myself. Wait, um, are you saying Jamaican National? Yeah, but they, they bought it to the UK. Oh, yeah, 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 I know, because it opened yeah. Person, it? Yeah, <laughs> so, but so. this is the thing. I, I was looking it up, and apparently they're looking to either get rid of or already have got rid of their um, actual, st- like, um, brick-and-mortar stores. I don't know what you call them when it's, like, you know, yeah, yeah, in yeah. person. So that would be quite sad. But I know COVID has taken, you know, a lot of... Uh, it's told on a lot of people and businesses, so I don't know. But regardless, what I wanted to mention was they have, um, like a little giveaway thing where basically if you send two transactions then you will get like you be entered into a raffle and you could get like a dinner for two or like a gift basket or something so if you already use them or you want to use them like you never know you could win a little something you know and i think the you have to do it by um some by this weekend i think like the 13th of feb so mm. oh no but you say but you say the episode's gonna go. By the time people hear this, by the time you hear this, I'm sorry, sure they'll guys, do other things. Still. So you know, I put them on your radar. So <laughs> I'm like, I need to so open an that. account with them anyway. Oh god, I need to open an account with them. No, I hear that though. Still, I hear that. Um, yeah, what this weekend is the 13th. 
Did you want to mention anything about that day that shall not be named? If you're listening on Monday, then obviously yesterday was <laughs> Valentine's Carpet. <laughs> Where's your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I just thought we'd do like a quick little um, ask a couple questions about Ooh. Valentine's. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Obviously, like me personally, I feel like. Valentine's is just Valentine's. You get it. Like, it's, if you want to celebrate, celebrate. If you don't, you don't. It's not. It's not end of the world. You know what I'm saying? But oh wait, can I jump in real quick? Of course, jump. Because you know, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know this, and I. I don't have all the history and facts behind it. But but I know it is an official thing. On the 13th of February is Black Love Day. Yeah, I saw um, that. It's um, it's popular in America, isn't it? It's not really in UK. Yes, it's not really in the UK. But um, but I we can bring it that. to the UK though. We can bring it to the UK. Can bring it to the UK, um, but I thought I'd just slide that into. But yeah, sorry, 14th of Feb is is that day. Um, so yeah, I thought I would ask you about uh, Valentine's. So I'm please believe I'm going to be shooting these questions back to you. You know, um, like, I'm not going to be out here answering bare questions. Not about. sure if that's permitted, but I will let you know in due course. So. Wow. <laughs> Do you want to tell the people about your best and worst day ever? Who? <laughs> what? I say. Wow, we're really out here. Start with the best. Start with the best. Um. <laughs> or like an experience. If it wasn't like a date, like <laughs> you know. <laughs> Whatever Sorry, that love that love was disgusting. <laughs> that love was so... No, I can't say that on the pod. I can't, I can't, I can't actually. It was, it was a cute... I can't, I can't really say it. I don't know. I don't... All these waterless men that I dated didn't really try to take me out of nowhere, to be quite honest. That could constitute the worst, so... Okay. All these bright pocket men. I'm joking. It's not about being... She's not joking. Not. She's not joking, guys. <laughs> no, I'm not you, actually. <laughs> ready for that you weren't ready for that because i'm gonna swing this question back to you in a second oh, okay. I, know, no problem. I know i know that um whatever one of your best dates that you're gonna outline here is gonna involve lots of money and catch oh, flights no. <laughs> um worst date yeah i'm gonna go back to when i was like 17 <laughs> let's do story. it I was like 17. I want to see like Did your you? face, like you know, like in them them old movies where it'd be like, I bet you're wondering how I ended up here. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I um, yeah, went on a date with this guy and he was like, yeah, 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 I'm gonna take you like bowling. I was like, cool, like whatever, <laughs> cool. So you know these times when we had like free um oyster cards. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Obviously. You men don't know about this anymore because they recently pulled this because the government don't give you my free travel anymore. Yeah, forget Disgusting. That. But um, so anyway, he's like, yeah, yeah, link me. I should have known, yeah, because this man, where did he live? <laughs> Croydon. <laughs> <laughs> you really know. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's bad vibes if, if they're from Croydon. So anyway, I go on this date with him, I meet him, then we have to get like the tram. Like, so we met in Croydon, get the tram to like Purley, go go to bowling or whatever. He gets on the tram, yeah, man don't have a... Um, he has his brother's oyster card because <laughs> he's obviously older. He he was not young enough to qualify for this fucking free travel. Yeah. Who comes on? Inspectors. He's like, oh no no no, we got to jump off. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing. 
Wow. Then we finally get to bowling or whatever. After that, in my head, I was thinking I should just go home. Get to bowling <laughs> that's, now. That's not what you want to be thinking on a date, though. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? This is time when we had EMA money. Don't know if you Oh, EMA. Still, EMA money. Um, so we're going to bowling and he's just like, oh, so you go to, you know, like book the lane. And the guy's like, he goes to me, oh, you got your student, this, your student card? And I'm just like, mm, don't know if I've got any. And he's like, oh, can you check? And I was like, why? And he's like, because I want to get a discount. <laughs> <laughs> My man was honest. <laughs> anyway, the day just went from bad to worse after that. But that's what I always say. Okay. okay. Like 17, we were all broke, innit? I was broke too, but... There's ways of being broke, innit? Yeah, if that was the case, you could have said to me, fam, let's do a picnic in the park. Like, I would have been kind of calm, happy. Yeah. But anyways, what's your best or worst date? Um, so, I don't like the fact that you mentioned that my best date would have involved a flight, because it does. <laughs> <laughs> I need to spat out my wine. <laughs> so, I'm not going to say to which location, because, you know, um, whoever might listen. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah. It was an eight-hour flight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just proper cute. It wasn't... Do you know what? Yeah, it wasn't even about <laughs> catching a flight. She's lying. <laughs> She's lying already. <laughs> you can't even feel oh. so about that. I can't breathe. It wasn't even about catching a flight. It was the, the effort that was planned. Because there's catching flights and catching flights. Some guys will just be like... I don't know. I <laughs> stop. You know what? Let me stop. Let me, I've been asking you to teach me your ways. Let me stop. So yeah, it was um, it was just a cute, it was a cute um, little experience. Um, no, sorry, I want to rewind. Some guys know, some guys know about catching flights, and some guys know about catching flights. So what, what's the because yeah, what distinguishes it? Some guys will just be like, yeah, calm, like wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do, like just book it, and obviously like I'll run it. And I'm like, that's really cute, but like depending on what you're looking for that's very very minimal effort all you're doing is providing me with your security code on the back of your car do you understand i would like you to come with more than that like are you gonna suggest something are you gonna contribute ideas you know it it depends what you're looking for what is the brief of this holiday you understand but you said come with the funds the itinerary (laughs) and everything else (laughs) Although, tell a lie, I do love to plan an itinerary. Not because I like to, like, plan things, but because I like to make sure that I'm getting to do what I want to do. So, yeah. yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Worst date would be um, this guy uh, decided to bring his youths and nobody asked. So, I mean... Why the pity them is on the day? I don't understand. I did not know he had children. Um, I was... Oh God. I was young, but not, not that young. Um, and I remember we went to... It was somewhere in my ends, like a restaurant. I don't, even, I don't even remember the motive, but when I walked in, they... Children were facing me, two children, and his back was to me. And so I was thinking, maybe he just sat down to read out the menu to some, some orphans. I don't know. <laughs> but no, they were his offspring. I'm sick of you. Um, so I sat down and the girl told me I was pretty. I remember that. Uh, <laughs> 
But yeah, I had to make my excuses and leave because that was strange. Like, it's okay that you have kids, but let me know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's a hot. <laughs> why are they here? Um, Sorry. Yeah. Dating men with kids is just not the one, to be honest. So, my next question for you, and there's, there's only two more. So, um, obviously, everyone, there was that whole stage when everyone was going through the love languages. And I can't lie, I don't really, I don't really care so much about, um, you know, how important all that shit is, because I know everyone has their own opinions about it. I do think it's important to know somebody, to be with somebody, I I should say, who cares about how you want to be appreciated. That's what I'll say. Mm -hmm. What is your top love language? If you need a refresher on them, I can let you know. Um, I believe mine was... Um... Oh, wait, run me through them. No problem. I, I words of... So I've got yeah, go words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, physical touch, and then the gifts one. Occasionally, I see receiving gifts, giving gifts. I don't know, but just gifts in it. Gifts. Yeah. My top two I remember was words, and I think they tied, was words of affirmation and acts of service. I can see that with you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the rest of it, that quality time, not even too... <laughs> no, you're not, you're not bothered. Listen, Daria can have a man in her house and be like, when are you departing? Like, like <laughs> can you let me know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything else because I don't even know if... Listen back to it. That could be about anyone. That could be about anyone. It could be about many of them, to be quite honest. When are you leaving my house? Give Um, give me an example of an act of service, like what, making you breakfast or like what? It's more to do with like taking, I think, quote unquote, like taking care of me Mm. in the sense that, oh, if they were at like getting food at a shop. They'll pass around my house and they're like, oh, I'm going to pick up pick her up some stuff from the shop or yeah. I know she likes this kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's a vibe. Or you turn up, when you turn up to my house, like, you bring food that you've cooked. Like, things like that, I'm just like, oh, that's cute. Or yeah, if I have a problem, um, when I had to move house, somebody helped me move house, didn't it? That's a big act of service. <laughs> 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 yeah, I hear you, I hear you. I was, I, I cool. stuff, but um, my least one that I remember was um, physical touch. I was like... <laughs> Every every man's um, love language is physical touch. Just listen. Obviously, they they have other ones as well, but it's always a physical touch. I'm I'm, I'm shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, tell me yours. Um, So it depends. Um, The gifts one. (laughs) If it's receiving, (laughs) if it's receiving gifts, then yeah, that one. Um, so I, I wait. That's your top receiving. Yeah, hundred percent. So I, I like. Hey guys, she didn't even blink. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't. It was just if you saw her face. So listen, I like to give gifts because I even you would know. Like I give my friends gifts because I love that yeah. feeling of getting some someone something they like and then being happy and just being able to do that for them because it's just so it's just so nice. You know what I mean? But in a relationship, yeah. it it makes me um, um, hot. To, to give a man a gift when I don't really know like what's going on. Like I'm not one of them giving women. Do you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> when wait, hold on. Hold on a minute. You say like giving them a gift when you don't know what it is. So does that mean that if they're not your man, 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 then like you're just dating them, you ain't giving them shit. I love to spoil my man. 
you know what I'm saying? Do you if you're with me, then I want to make sure like you're good. That's what we're doing. But I love to receive gifts for the reason that you mentioned, like you thought of me, you put in effort. So people think yeah. that those of us that choose receiving gifts choose it because we want your money. Like I have, like my bank account is okay. I mean, it's not, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we rebuke it in the name. We call in the universe. We tell in the universe we rich, B. That's all we tell in the universe. A thousand percent. So it's like the fact that someone can be like, oh, do you know what? Um, your phone charger broke or like your adapter. Let me, like for your car, Bluetooth, let, let me get you something. Do you know what I'm saying? Or Your car needs fixing, servicing, yeah, MOT. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? So, because my, my car, um, the Bluetooth where it went funky and then like my little adapter thing, it was, all, it was all a joke. Do you know what I mean? So if someone was to be like, oh, here you go. It's only like, what, 10, 15 pounds. Someone could be like, oh, um... It, it doesn't have to be like an expensive gift is what I'm saying. It's not like, wow, where's my... I'm not even a designer girl like that, so I, I don't even know what I would say. Yeah. But yeah, that, it'd be that one. Um, and then probably... Nah, that's it. If you do that, I'm good. So that's like... Did you have another one that was second to that? Probably words of affirmation, but also I don't really care because I don't believe you, so don't worry. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of unpacking to do there. <laughs> for another time. So my final question for you regarding relationships. <laughs> Have you ever dated someone who is an Android user? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I did. Look at, oh, guys, yeah. her face was, um, she was in disgust. Do you know what, yeah, because in my head I started relating it to things. I was like, if you're an Android user, is this a fact about you or not? Um, but then the facts didn't add up in my head. But yeah, right. I have dated someone who's an Android user. How did that go? How did that go? <laughs> it ended badly. Right, yeah. Um, I just noticed, um some bad experiences people had with Android users. And I think it is, I'm you know, Apple users, Android users, like, can we make it work? I don't know. So I thought I would just put that out there and, and see your experience. I am not sure if I have. I think there may have been one person who was um, very, very unhinged who had an Android. And um, I don't know if that was related, but it didn't work out. <laughs> That's how you're trying to do the correlation, right? Android user, waste man. <laughs> honestly, honestly, you can tell. <laughs> I feel like that's what the episode should be called. If you're an Android user, you're a waste man. <laughs> but don't forget to subscribe on your Android app, there. <laughs> I'm sick of you. I'm, I'm sick of you. That concludes my Valentine segment. Oh, well, cool. Should we wrap it up? Let's do it. Last little bits, then. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll go because I just wanted to like um, take some time to say um, rest in peace to Jaden Francois Esprit. Um, he had been training as a firefighter with the London Fire Brigade and he took his own life last year, shortly, three weeks after his 21st birthday. Um, he was being bullied basically, and I believe, as does his mother, that it was due to his race. Um, he had even said to his like his mum, you know, don't bring me home cooked Caribbean food because he felt uncomfortable. So yeah, I just want to say rest in peace to him. 
um, his brother, Cairo Francois, Francois Esprit, I believe, has started um, a GoFundMe fund. I think he's creating a charity based in his brother's memory that's going to be about helping black people get access to mental health care. So we will we'll be sure to share that. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to take a minute to say that. What do you have to wrap us up with? Uh, I've got nothing else. Uh, I think that's that's it for me. Okay, um, guys, thanks for tuning in again to the Coco Girls podcast. This is officially episode one, so this is a bit more structured. This is what we'll be hoping to do, sharing some news like mm-hmm. from the Caribbean and also just some lighthearted foolishness. Yeah, you know how we do. Uh, happy Valentine's to all you man that celebrated it yesterday, innit? <laughs> happy Black Love Day as well. If, oh, yeah, if, if that's what I'm, I'm going to bring it to the UK. What, black love? Yeah. <laughs> That's me. That's what I'm doing. Because I was going to say, does black love exist in the UK? I'm joking, guys. I'm joking. It's a joke. It's a joke. Can you imagine? Um, um, yeah, so thanks for listening. Also, a quick shout out to DJ1M underscore press um, on Insta. DJ Empress, if you're listening, um, we love you. She did the um, intro, outro music for us. So yeah, big love to you, big respect to you. Follow her on Instagram, follow her on SoundCloud, listen to her tunes, her mixes. She's a bad DJ, slash accountant, slash bad young Jamaican gal, in it. <laughs> <laughs> Just everything. Oh. But yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. Um, what's, what, what's the thing that's not like and subscribe, but please come up with um, It is, listen, read and understand them. <laughs> Hey, we're, we're gonna go. Take care. Stay there, y'all. Wash your hands. Bye, guys. Listen. Bye.